Welcome back to System and Astravia, the podcast where we are all staying home. This is Brent. I'm Jonathan. And I'm COVID-19. <laughs> so I found out something interesting today. So SARS-CoV-2 is the it's name the of virus. the virus, and then COVID-19 yeah. is the disease, right? Correct. I've never heard of an actual disease with... I don't think I've ever like seen diseases notated that way. Like, I'm sure it's a standardized well, format. But... I mean, we had the swine flu, which a lot of people just called H1N1. Yes. Yeah, I thought that was a classification on its physical Something effects, like though, rather than any sort of, I don't fucking know, strain designation. I think H1N1 was actually the strain designation, too, so it doesn't make sense anyway. Most things I say <laughs> yeah, are I, pretty fucking useless. But, Jason, I thought you were a doctor and a scientist. Yeah, but I he, specialize he, in other types of medicine. Oh, what, what type of medicine do you specialize in? Yeah, other mm-hmm. medicine. <laughs> okay. I'm a doctor of love, you see. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> so if you're looking for any advice, yeah, and uh, that's the kind of thing that you're trying to learn about, mm-hmm. hit me up. <laughs> hit me with your best www.doctoroflove.com Fire away! I should check I strongly recommend thing. against... Yeah, I'm what going. if there's an actual doctoroflove.com? I'm sure there is. Probably. I strongly recommend against seeking professional counsel from Java. Yes. In matters of love or otherwise. Yes. It is I a agree. real website. Y- yeah. Do I want to know what's on it? It is completely blank. <laughs> <That's> disappointing. <laughs> and it doesn't even have an SSL certificate. You fucking uh, fancy bitch ass doctor of lovers. Guess they don't love the uh, security Lo- then. Lover doctor. Although really, what, are, what what do they have to secure? Right? It's, it's looks just... like they're gonna get a, a not My an heart. A plus. The, oh, did you, Jathan? What happens if you inspect the page source? Yeah. I did. It's yeah. blank. There's some source in there, but it's just like a like SEO shit information. Yeah. yeah, it's SEO shit. So it sounds like it's just some bullshit SEO black hat stuff. Okay. So first off. Mm-hmm. I think we owe our listeners a small apology because we were operating on limited knowledge. Last episode... What do you mean? We did downplay COVID-19. Oh, we did, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, and so as it turns out, yeah, you should be terrified. You well, should probably don't... hide your wife, hide your kids, no. use signal use tour. No, 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 no. Let's, let's, not, <sighs> let's not go the other extreme here. All right, somewhere in the middle. Hide somewhere your wife because she's annoying. Keep your what? kids out. You signal, don't bother with Tor. <laughs> That's not what I I'm meant. gonna say. Use Tor, but not signal. <laughs> oh my gosh. Tor is okay. fucking useless. Okay, okay. My point is, it, it, the social distancing is good. I mean, I'm an introvert, so I might be biased. But it does protect our older population, right? Yes, we have to flatten the curve. Flatten the curve. That's correct. I'm a doctor. Not a doctor. Of what? We what also are you a doctor have of? To, not love. Right. We also have to. You know, other people who are affected are people who are immunocompromised, right? So it can affect people of all ages if, if the conditions are correct. There are plenty of people who have recovered fine. There, was there are a, some people who have not. There was a 21-year-old football coach, or I forget where he's from, but he died of the coronavirus, COVID-19. Yep, yep. So, and did he actually, though? Oh, he did, but wait, here's the thing. I did read that one because I was very concerned when I read it. He also... Consequently, has been undergoing treatment for leukemia for the last year. Okay, well, that'll do it. So, yeah. so he definitely right. had a so pre-existing condition. I think, I think, yeah. what not to I downplay was... his death, but just most twenty-one-year-olds are not going to die. Right. Yeah. What I was going to try and say is, generally speaking, the only people who 
that we know this time who are susceptible to this is people who are immunocompromised. So people who are that, fighting that, leukemia yeah. for a year, older people. That's probably it you seems are. Seems to be though that you are at um, risk. Infants and toddlers are fine. Like those are usually the ones that are that you have to worry about as well too. Right. But they seem well, to either again, get it and not have any symptoms or. Unless, yeah, they, fine. unless they unless they in this case that's kind of part of the problem is medical conditions too right yeah. so but yeah right. but that's that's the problem in particular is, it is, seems like there's definitely a delay yeah a lot of people are not showing any symptoms but they're they're spreading the virus mm-hmm. it's right. called shedding yeah yeah right we, okay let's yeah, yeah. so it, it seems I am delaying again which it should not, go back short it should go away uh, shortly but. Which is not related to vaccinations, by the way. This has nothing to do with that. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, yeah. so that out of the, out of the way, uh, right. we were... I mean, keep in mind, we record these episodes two weeks apart, and a lot of this information changes in two weeks. So we do apologize for that. You know, does. practice your safe habits, as the CDC recommends. But don't panic, because panic will be worse than most people contracting the virus. Just, you know, just take it easy. Ride it out. How is everyone handling working from home? And I say everyone, but like you're the only other two people that can respond to me right now. So there have been Monday was bad because there was a lot of screaming and I was on the phone with IBM a lot. Mm -hmm. Yesterday was fine and today was was better. A local school district is giving out lunches and breakfasts for as many kids as you have in the car. And so I load up all three that we have today uh you know this week and and uh run them over there and they get breakfast and lunch so uh we've we've been able to take care of that and then my company actually just said for the next two weeks we'll give you 200 bucks to eat out and help help hmm. local businesses so that's very cool that's you know pretty freaking awesome there so, yeah yeah in a, yep. uh, our remote work policy, we originally were like you know look you can go to the op- to our home office if you want to and work from there any contractor offices they're not letting you work there so whatever but they've been they've been pretty good about you know working from home so it's a little bit of a struggle like i'm i'm used to just doing it for a little bit here and there or mm-hmm. but every day for two weeks is is getting uh getting harder to deal with it's, i was actually uh, going to talk about it's not so great is it do here in my in my tip so oh uh, well, I was yeah, say, a, well why didn't you mention that last week it's our last episode what do you mean well, you know, where you the mean? 15 clans was tips on working remotely. Uh, well, you know, I have more information this time. <laughs> okay. Okay. But yeah, I, um, I mean, do you guys, now. are you guys seeing what I mean when I, I say, so. you know, working from home isn't all it cracks up to be? Like, you, you, you're yeah, starting to understand. I mean, it. pain in the dick, really. It really, it really is. Yeah. There are some things that suck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In particular, I didn't realize how much I was used to being on the actual work network and mm-hmm. just yeah, the small same. bit of, of delay of having to use the VPN with, you know, 40,000 other people right now mm-hmm. is getting to be fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise of... I only worked a day a week from home before mm-hmm. and it was a day that was dedicated to exam preparation and professional development. Mm-hmm. So you weren't working so much it was anyway. nice because I didn't really... like, I mean, you were you were working, you were working on your normal tasks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So the thing is, I would spread out at the island. I had a book. I had you know my iPad where I would 
watch videos and stuff. And then I had my laptop with some VMs running because I've been working on my RHCSA. Mm -hmm. And that was okay and tolerable, but I definitely think that I'm a social person. And I, I think that I definitely prefer going and seeing people. I've also done a couple of Zoom meetings this week, and it's not uh, not as effective as an in person, in my opinion. You're not zooming. Yeah, I went. I was zooming we last WebEx weekend. We're using Webex. And then I hit my head on the island in the kitchen, <laughs> and I think oh, I may yeah. also have a slight concussion. So I've been trying to keep my yeah, zoomies well, to a minimum. You had a concussion. I have a headache right now. Mm-hmm. So it's not really a concussion with a headache. Yeah, I, I think you had a concussion, what? but I think you're you. What? I think you're on the road to recovery. I know I'm delayed. Just deal with it until it, it fixes itself. Yeah. Anyway, so there's some stuff that I definitely am realizing is much easier to handle in person and is better. Yeah, I, I hear that. Yeah. Otherwise, it's been uh, it's been okay. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I can't really argue. Yeah. There's a lot that I can do remotely. You know, I just need access to a VPN, and then I'm. I'm in good shape, but it is nice to have the local, you know, just being able to talk to people or whatever. Like, yeah. like right now I have to rely on whether my instant messenger window is, they're responding to that or not, you know? So like, yeah, that's kind of a pain in the dick too, you know? Yeah. But uh, not bad so far, you know, not bad, not great. I mean, it's not something that I think I'd want to do full time anyway. I think it's, you know, but it's. It's definitely something that can that can be done, and, you know, yeah, I don't know. I'd be much more open to doing it full-time if I had a dedicated office. I hear that. I hear that. Because I don't even have a desk, honestly, right now. Wow. How are you doing that? I don't know how Dude, you do that. I fucking, I start in the morning in my bed, then yeah. around lunchtime, maybe I'll move to the living room, sit in a chair for a while. Wow. And, you know, usually sometime after lunch, I put some pants on. <laughs> Oh, wow. Really? Mm-hmm. I think that's the big thing, too, is if I were going to work from home on a consistent basis, which I guess right now is pretty consistent, so maybe I should just do this, but yeah, I would probably want to, you know, make myself still get up in the morning, eat breakfast, have a shower, mm-hmm. do whatever I normally do before right. I actually go to work. Right, right. That's, that's yeah, that's, that's one of those things that, you know, they say you should do. Yeah. You know, treat it like you're going to work. You know, your your commute may only be however many steps it is to your to your desk or whatever, but you need to treat it like it's like it's uh you know the real deal. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Anyway, uh-huh. so Brent's uh-huh. uh, Brent's back. So uh, what's everybody drinking? You bastard! You beat me to it. I am actually, I'm actually drinking tonight. You're actually drinking tonight. What? I'm drinking tonight. Shut the front door. I am mixing up as we speak, as we speak. a Jack and Coke <gasps> with Jack Daniel's honey. Ooh. I've never had it with Jack Daniel's honey before, so I'm a little bit nervous. Daniel's but you honey. know what? You can't get booze anywhere right now, and it's the yeah. it's either this or the Breckenridge. And I know Jathan would lose his shit if I used Breckenridge as a mixer. So. I wouldn't. You do whatever you want with the fucking bottle. I got you. <laughs> Are you sure? What a swell guy. What a swell guy. I have a bottle of mixing whiskey, right? I think that's kind of one of my favorite things about Breck Bourbon is I think it stands fine on its own, but it's not really that expensive. Such yeah. that you, yeah. like, if people come over and they want to mix it and I have it on hand, I don't really care. 
Yeah, yeah. It's I not did like you're going to be used to torn think up about it. That you were a man. I now know that's not true, but. Because <laughs> I like Jack and Cokes. Yeah. That's weird. Also, Jack weird Daniels, honey, thing. like, come on. I ex- All right, so first off, this was a gift from the fiance, so excuse you. Number two. But she didn't tell anybody you had a fiance. I, oh, I well, have so news, here's by the thing. Way. I thought I did, but I, whatever. I have news as well. But... You're getting married to a second wife, Peyton? No. Oh. No. Anyways, so, yeah. So, like, I, I'm i okay with using something like Breckenridge, but if I have something like Jack Daniels that's more geared towards mixing, obviously I'm going to use that, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So. Okay. Right. Oh, that was that was a little bit of a heavy pour. All right. Peyton, what are what you is, drinking? Yeah, what are you guys drinking? Well, I've got uh, water. I, I'm uh, cutting back on the sodas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Water, water, coffee, and milk for the things that I've been drinking lately. Uh-huh. I got water right now. Calm yourself. Calm yourself. <laughs> and I do have, I do have some news I'd like to talk about with you guys. Okay. I am drinking Celestial Seasonings peppermint. Am I the only one drinking booze again, dude? I still what is happening? I'm still not drinking. What? Why not? Because reasons that we'll talk about when we're not on the show. Oh, okay. I, he's got he's got the COVID. I think I know. Things. I think I might know what it is. He's got the COVID. <laughs> it's my alcohol problem, everybody. <laughs> it's, 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 my not. Alcohol it's not. It's <laughs> not. No, there is a legitimate health reason. There's some yeah. stuff that I've been no, I, uh, slowly I I know working is. through, and it has been advised by my physicians <laughs> that I just refrain for the time being. Even though okay. I look at them and I'm like, fuck you guys, yep. I'm the doctor here. I <laughs> think it's fine if I want to have oh a Oh my god. And that's usually when they're like, alright, no, you know what? Now thought, we've got a no, suppository for you. Look at no. me. I am the doctor now. Mm-hmm. Alright, yeah. anyways, what's your news, Peyton? In October, I will have four babies. You're having oh, another baby? Not three. Yep. I didn't yeah, know if we were going up or down, so I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going, we're going, we're going to add one more. <laughs> I didn't know we were going up or down. You didn't know if we were going up or down? What the fuck, dude? Dude, I don't know how babies work. Oh, my God. He's a doctor slash scientist, but he doesn't know how babies work. Listen, the stork It is, to be fair. Sometimes the stork stork taketh away. I mean, this is the same guy who asked the expression we had sex in to to figure out which, you know. Yeah, no, it is established. Jathan doesn't know how babies are made. Right, right, exactly. Fair enough. So, well, congrats anyway. Yeah. So to close out the intro, we're looking here, forward to it. Congratulations. Well, actually, we don't know. We aren't gonna. We aren't gonna know the gender. We're gonna wait until it's born to know the gender because we have everything we need for either gender at this point. So mm-hmm. we don't really care. I mean, we care, but we don't. We don't want to know. But it, but you out. can go we'll either way. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know that is... it doesn't matter to us. I just had the first sip. That's okay. It's not what I was expecting. Like, the yeah. Jack Daniels honey by itself. What were you expecting? Like a bumblebee so to I, fucking I expected, shoot no. out. <laughs> I, expect like a Jack, I expected like a Jack and Coke with a hint of honey. When you add the Coke, it adds like a cough syrup kind of flavor to it, but it's not entirely bad. Hmm, interesting. It's just a little medicine It doesn't thing. sound good. No, Do you guys it's, remember it's, fucking Dimatap? Yes. It does not taste like Dimatap. Dimatap? I fucking hated Dimatap. My grandparents, for a reason, always had fucking Dimatap. <laughs> my parents uh-huh. never kept it in the house, but when I was sick and at my grandparents, they had fucking Dimatap. Uh-huh. 
And every uh, once in a while, I'll, like, pick something up and smell it. And I'm like, that is fucking Dimetap. And I just want to call my grandma and be like, you know what, Nana? Fuck you. You've ruined oh this gosh. for me. Oh, okay. All right. Moving on. Yeah, so uh, Nana, tonight, if you're listening, I am you're just, great. Look, I am trying to close out this intro here. So tonight, we'll be talking about OCSP, OCSP stapling, and CRL. That being said, mm-hmm. see, Which now my, my rhythm is idea. thrown off, because normally I talk about yeah. what we're going to be talking about, and then I ask what we're drinking. But that being said, Peyton, what is your tip? Yeah, you fucked it all up, Jason. Sorry. Way to go. Good fucking job. Oh, I thought you meant me. All right. So my There's my a fucking tip, delay. Yeah, I know. My tip is, is a little simple. If you're going to, you know, we're all working from home, as you know. Basically, one of the best things you can do is, is just act like your day is normal. Get up, take a shower eat breakfast, you know, do all the normal things, and that will help you get into the work mindset. And then also, remember to wash your hands. You know, wash your hands, keep your hands nice and clean. Yeah. Avoid being near people. Even if you're at home, which you should be right now, you need need to wash wash your your hands hands and wash your workspace. Wipe down your fucking keyboard and shit. absolutely. Yes. Yeah, they are, uh, I don't know, you know, per state, they are saying, you know, try to limit uh, groups of 10 or more. I would recommend going less than that. I would definitely try to avoid, you know, being in very large groups at all. Uh, definitely, you know, keep it uh, two to three, maybe four people max. Don't buy all the toilet paper when you go to the store because people need that shit, literally. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it will be restocked. And it will be restocked. Yes, there will be more coming. You don't need eight hundred rolls of toilet paper for two weeks. You really don't. I mean, like, there, I normally. No- I normally buy in bulk anyways, but I don't hoard it. You know, like I'll just sure. get it once and then sure. just work my way through, you know, so I'm, yeah. I'm fine. So how long would you, you say it takes you to go through a, like, Mongo pack of toilet paper? So well, I usually get... Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. no. I get it with, like, uh, either the 12 or 24 roll. I feel like things. Brent's a one-ply guy. No, you know, I have, but then I decided, you know what, I'm going to treat myself. Wow. Because really? well, also because the with the stuff? one ply stuff, yeah, I got the, the three ply stuff now. Nice. Also with the one ply stuff, the problem is you have to like double it up. I know. So what's the so point? It's pointless. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's yeah. pointless. I'm not a big fan of the really thick two ply. So we do the we do mm-hmm. the thinner two ply stuff. Mm-hmm. But we have between five and seven people in the house at any mm-hmm. one time. Oh yeah, you you probably burn through it. Yeah, and it takes us. No, actually, we get a big order from Amazon of toilet paper. It's mm-hmm. usually, I want to say it's like the 24 at minimum mm-hmm. count. And we, it takes us a little bit to get through it. Like it, it okay. it's a month or more before we burn all the way through it. So it's, it's mm-hmm. not bad. So if, you, if you're just one person, you really don't need 800 rolls of toilet paper for you know, two right. weeks. Like you're right. not going to shit that much. Unless you're dealing you know. with the health issues that I'm dealing with. <laughs> well, all right, let's, let's. <sighs> Get yeah, a fucking, so, get a fucking bidet, okay? You, Jeez, yeah, you get a bidet. But, but anyway, I mean, realistically, you know, like let's moderate your purchases. Let's let's be, mm-hmm. let's be reasonable. You should have stocked up on stuff much sooner than this. You should you know, always have and a gradually. good backlog of things. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. you should always have. You know, you should never be on your last roll of toilet paper and then need to go to the store to buy more. Like that's right. I, I understand that money is a thing, but realistically, like. You know, you don't need to buy that new computer game. You can yeah, go and also you and can do it little by little. Stock of toilet paper or what have you. Yeah, so right, like exactly. the right. way right exactly. There's there are a steps good way you can of, take, and we'll yeah, be glad a, to a talk good way to of doing it is this, but, you know. 
a good way of doing it is like with when you go grocery shopping, for instance, right? You get what you what you mm-hmm. need for like the week or whatever, yeah. and then maybe you throw in two or three extra cans of soup mm-hmm. or vegetables, right? And then you sure. do that every time. Yeah. And after yeah. a couple yeah, yeah. trips, this is how this is supposed to work. You know, you have enough for an emergency supply. And this isn't even like doom prepper shit. This is yeah. just like just basic, right. you know, you should have some food to eat. But I guess people are learning yes. that now. Yes, huh? you should. Yes, always. Yeah. And failing at it, too. By yeah. The way. Like, yeah. Like, I just I I don't understand the concept of let's go and buy the store out of sanitizer hand wipes and toilet paper well it's like, just douchey you know mm-hmm. and then people are buying hamburger meat which doesn't keep as well as like steaks mm-hmm. or you know other meats that are available that are you know are designed to be kept for you know not a while but a while you know like mm-hmm. i i just don't understand the concept of go to the store buy all these things that aren't going to keep for a week and then you have to you have to then you know cook them right then or you're not going to have anything next week which you may not be able to get that you know so uh, be moderate be responsible and uh, we'll get all we'll get through this mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. my tip my COVID nineteen tip it's very tippy <laughs> you might even mm. say it's tipsy mm-hmm. I'm not there yet mm. are you uh, delaying but... you're delaying aren't you a little bit. You can feel it coming, can't you? That's I, I kind of, I feel like I can. Well, anyway. Mm. <laughs> Cricket. <laughs> so, yeah, so tonight, as I said, we'll be talking about OCSP, OCSP stapling, yada, yada, yep. yada. To start out, I want to start with CRL. Okay. Because CRL has been there first it was the first attempt at doing this kind of thing well actually you know what let's let's backtrack let's talk about why we have these things right that's a good place to start i would think oh yes let's talk about yes let's talk about that why do we have these things can you explain revocation in a tldr for everyone well not everyone they all serve the same basic purpose which is for revocation purposes well certificates can be compromised Mm mm-hmm Keys there are other reasons you may wish to intentionally revoke a certificate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, a lot of man in the that's why we have these it. too, by the way. What's that? A lot of man in the middle talk about these. Somebody, you know, sitting on uh, the network and... To an extent. Snooping yeah, we, we get, the keys. And, we'll we'll yeah. talk more about that in a second. We'll get to that, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, so as Jathan hinted at, it's not so much the certificates you need to worry about being compromised, because you serve those anyways, Right. It's the keys that you need yeah, to worry right. about. You're, you're right. It's the keys. Right. It's the keys. Now, if a key is compromised, typically you would want the a responsible server administrator would be, be able to contact the CA, the certificate authority, and be like, hey, my key was compromised. I need you to revoke my mm-hmm. certificate. And the, would be, and the CA can right. say, yes, fine, okay. Or sometimes if a CA, you know, it's rare, but it happens. If a CA is compromised... Like Symantec did that yes. one time? Yes. Well, yeah. well and, or and to be vulnerable. fair, when you say a competent admin will contact the CA, it's not normally like you call somebody. Like Most right. CAs have a method you for you somebody. to revoke a certificate that you previously requested. Whee! Yeah, yeah. You can request yeah. a, re- a revocation. It's, it's not like you need to call someone up and put a ticket in or whatever. 
there's usually an automated right. process. Right. Let's Encrypt has a, a very easy way of doing it because, again, you know, it's just as easy, if not easier, to revoke a certificate than it is to request one. But, right. yeah, so there's that whole process. But once it's done, you know, no matter how it's done, once it is done, a certificate is marked as revoked in the CA. It keeps an index of these things. And then it can either do one of two or both uh, things with that. It can create a CRL, with, which right. is a certificate revocation list. And that is basically just a list of certificates that have been expired. I believe it's plain text. It's a, just a list of serials from what I recall. It might be... That is correct. It might be the CNs. It's the serials, not the CNs. I know it's, the, sure it's, I know the, it's the serials. Okay, I know it's the serials in OCSP, but we're not talking about that yet. Okay. Like so charms? <laughs> no. <laughs> not look at charms <laughs> i know I'm kidding. I'm, oh. okay okay so that being said so you know you have yes. this list at the ca and all of the certificates are encoded with the url to download the crl so it's a very handy you know in self-referential right. thing but the problem with that is if the client wants to verify the certificate of the server it's connecting to it has to download the cr the entire crl which is usually a couple hundred kilobytes to all a couple megabytes yeah, it's all of the revocations that are relevant, right? So obviously when a certificate expires, it can be removed right. from the CRL. But even then, it's a very large file, typically. Does that make it easier to verify revocations? I mean, does it do it? Uh, I guess what I'm asking is, does it do it automatically? Like if, if I had a, a... There's very little that's automatic key. about either of these processes. Yeah, yeah. Well, so yeah, okay. Uh, yes and no. So typically, you sure the OCSP and the CRL generations mm -hmm. aren't. I mean, you can generate them with like OpenSSL, for instance, right? Or you know, Vault. You can do a little, a couple different Vault commands through the API, and you can very easily generate a CRL or an OCSP. But it's usually not something that is done. In an automatic, like it, the CA doesn't know simply by being a CA to do it. Does that make sense? Right. Okay. Okay. So with that known, right, it generates a CRL, cloud downloads it, but that's for every new connection. That is super slow. And if yeah. you have like a site. It's a lot that, of data that you don't need. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So if you have like a site that references maybe five other domains and all the domains have the same CA, you're downloading the same file five times. It's very silly. Right. And again, this thing can right. get up there in file size. So, yeah, I mean, in, I mean, don't, don't forget that. I mean, a couple of mags is, you know, pretty is, can be pretty serious, especially if you're, yeah, it adds up. you know, if you're using a remote connection or, you know, 4G connection or whatever, you know, right. That can add up, you know, definitely adds up. Right. So well, in response and if you to think this... about the fact, it depends what purpose you're using this for. But, you mm -hmm. know, if you think about a typical, like a web page, if your CRL is three times larger than the fucking page itself, that's like way overkill. Right. That's right. Granted, most web browsers I would, I would aren't reaching out to, to it. I would say 100% size of your web page, that's overkill. You know, it should be like 3%. Yeah. Yeah, it should be a, a Yeah, I think I think we agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. we all agree that that's that's what it should be. But the problem is that's not realistic for CRLs just because of how prevalent X509 sure. is now, right? And y'all know that when I say X509, I mean like HTTPS and SSL PKI mm -hmm. and stuff like that, right? 
That's the designation is X509. Right. Okay. So in response to this, OCSP was created. That's Online Certificate Status Protocol. It's a mouthful. It's a lot harder than Certificate Revocation List. Yeah. And what that lets you do. I'm sorry. It's a weird, like, I don't, it's so just different from CRL. Like, the name literally Mm -hmm. means Revocation List. And this is, like, status protocol. Like, so here's like, why. Is this hypertext or is this... Yeah, it is. It is. It is. what? Like, you know. It is hypertext. You know what I'm saying? Like... It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's a sort of a subset of that. Delay suck. I know they do. I'll just work with right. them here. But it's, it's a subset they of am. HTTP, right? So... Right. Right, right. In the process of that, because it's no longer just... You know, you can't just wget. I mean, you can, but you have to fuck with headers. You can't just straight up do a get for an OCSP. Mm-hmm. You have to request a certificate okay. serial for a specific certificate. And right. that, the OCSP server, basically, receives that. It's typically the CA. Or they have their own specific server for it. But it's controlled by the CA, right? And then that will, right. the CA server takes that. And it says, okay, you're looking for the certificate with this serial. Here it is. Yes, it's valid. No, it's invalid. Or it's unknown. And it's up to the client how they handle unknown responses. Do either of you see a problem in this? And actually in either, in, in CRL and OCSP. So well, they I both looking... have issues. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no doubt about that. Right. What is the biggest the, issue you The one that you of? mentioned in particular... Well, you had already mentioned it, is what happens if a client can't reach the server in either case? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that, again, that also leads to the client deciding to one of two decisions where neither is going to be necessarily certain or desirable. You either have the choice as the client to completely ignore certificate status, certificate validity, and say, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Which, uh, in my I'm opinion, should be the default. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Because that's how you get men in the middles. Oh, or wait, the wait other you're saying hand... is valid. No, 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 no. Yes, yeah. No, yeah. I meant invalid. So, okay. Or the other hand, and I agree with you here. I, I think this should be the default, but we'll talk about why it doesn't need to be in a second. Mm-hmm. The other hand is, say, every certificate for the CA is invalid because I can't confirm the validity. This is the safer approach, and it's the recommended approach, but it's going to leave a lot of people pissed off. So if a CA's CRL URL or its OCSP URL is DDoSed, boom, you know, you've got this huge problem of all of these sites no longer being able to work, or they work, quote-unquote, too well, depending on how the client decides to handle this behavior. So in response to that issue, OCSP stapling was created. And this is actually pretty cool. In this case, on a regular basis, the web server, let's say you got foo.com, right? The web server for foo.com itself contacts the CA's OCSP URL. It says, okay, I serve foo.com. I need you to confirm that I do. And then, you know, provide us a signed and time-stamped verification that I do. So that way I can give that to the client. So then the CA, depending on whether the certificate is valid or not, of course, 
it'll verify that using its right. own OCSP. And then it can pass the certificate response. Instead of that going to the client, that now goes to the web server. Web server holds on to that. And it can, and the reason, this is why it's called stapling. It, it, it's kind of a stupid nickname, but whatever, it's stuck. No pun intended. So then it kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. attaches that OCSP response to the actual content that it serves uh, with the certificate. Saying, okay, here's my cert. Here's the proof that it is my cert. And since that proof, that right. certificate response is signed by the CA and not the web server, the client can compare that against its list of trusted CAs and say, okay, yeah, the CA did sign this proof that you, you say you are, and, and this is how old it is. Looks good to me. And it doesn't even need to contact the OCSP or download a CRL. That way the server can prove its own identity. It's a little bit like the web of trust, you know, if you're familiar with GPG, but for web servers. I mean, it's not that robust or, or that connected you know it's, it's a one it's a single hop thing but it is still letting you offload some of that verification right. burden to a different point yeah wow yeah it's pretty neat wow now do wow. either of you have anything you wanted to add to this well i mostly wanted to talk about implementation for you know since this is for sysadmins mm -hmm. implementation like if you have a choice between crl and ocsp i think it's pretty obvious that we feel, and Brent, you should correct me if I'm wrong in saying that you mm. agree with this, but we feel that OCSP is a better option. But in particular, like OCSP stapling is an Nginx server-side directive that you should always be using if at all possible. Yeah. I'd agree right, with right. the second part. And I so don't I guess... agree that... Sorry. Okay, you don't? Again, delay. But let me quick jump in. OCSP is more performant. I wouldn't say it's necessarily the better option simply from a security standpoint, because it does have some issues on its own, like, you know, the determination. But that issue itself, right. a lot of those issues are fixed with OCSP stapling. So yeah, no matter what, I'd say just yeah. go straight to OCSP stapling. Yeah. Well, and especially in a PKI environment, mm -hmm. I think OCSP is a better option than CRL. So <sighs> PKI for what purpose, right? What are you doing with that structure? Sure, let's assume you're backing an open VPN server. Okay. And that's not a good example. No, well, yeah, they handle it's okay. revocations in band, but I mean, it, it's a good theoretical, right? We'll pretend that's how it works. So in that case, yeah, I mean, if you've got a network of hundreds of people and they're all using the same CA, right? Which they yeah. should be, or, sure. or you know... Sure. You can have a couple of intermediates or something, but yeah, whatever. Sure. But ultimately, yeah, they're all they're all going to be using a shared revocation resource of some sort. Yeah, in that case, it's right. Probably, you know what? Even then, it, it would be okay to probably use CRL because you only connect once, and these are long-lasting sessions, right? It's not like a HTTP, right? Yeah. So, or HTTPS, I should say. So I think it'd be okay to even use CRL in that case. But stapling, I think, is always going to be the ideal option, no matter what protocol. Now, I don't think OpenVPN has certificate stapling. It'd be great if it did, but I don't think it does. So that's not an option in this case. So I think it doesn't really matter at that point so much if it's CRL or OCSP because the sessions are so long-lived. Mm. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and that's why I, I think I that should be backed fine. up on the 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, I was reading, yeah. when I was doing the, the reading on this, it seemed to me that, realistically, you could use either one. Like, either mm-hmm. one is amenable. To, is if you can't use stapling, easy. yeah, if is, you can't use OCSP stapling, you can use either one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really feel like, you know, this is not a question of which one's better, it's it's which one can you, you know, you just pick one and, and use it, and then also be aware of, of any of the drawbacks, which mm-hmm. I mean, there are some, but... You know, I, I feel like, uh, you know, it's better to have it than not. Yeah. So that's that's really that's a good summer. Yeah, yeah, it's better to have it than not. Much I know about stuff. I don't think browsers these days do either OCSP or CRL checking. They do have their own form of verification, and they do do stapling. Here, yeah, they do support stapling, but well, they, there's a mm-hmm. there's a Chrome plugin that does the stapling. Okay, but they took it out of core Chrome. That's my yeah, multi yeah. must staple TLS extension is a is a super good that can require blah blah blah. Yeah, so there's an extension mm. for Chrome, I believe, or an extension in general. I see. But Internet Explorer does it. All versions of Firefox do OCSP. Safari mm-hmm. on macOS and versions of Opera from 8.0. Wait, Google Firefox Chrome does OCSP? I thought they were dropping it. Yes. No. Huh. Not according to this. Chrome okay. did. Chrome dropped it. I know Chrome dropped it. Yeah, I thought Firefox and was they, planning to, but I guess they, they didn't. Use their, they use their own update mechanism to send mm-hmm. revoke certificates. So, mm-hmm. Which hits yeah. Google servers, so, by the way. The Chrome proprietary yes. method. Yes. Something to keep in mind. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Chrome's such a piece of spying shit. Yeah, okay. So I think we've, well, we've talked know, about this. I mean... I think I've said as much as I can about A sufficient about this, amount. But yeah. Oh, and... Yeah. Yeah, we've definitely uh, got into this, for sure. Mm-hmm. We, I can, maybe at some point, if I have the time, no promises, because we've all been pretty busy, but if I have the time, I'll yeah. try to put together a POC for using the HVAC, the Python Vault library, to generate a CRL oh, or cool. okay. OCSP, but no promises. If I can't do it now, okay. I'll write a blog post no about it in a couple months, but... Oh, okay. shit. Yeah. What? What? Never mind. I'll I'll start off my fifteen clams with it. Okay. Oh, you wrote something, right? That's a good segue, yeah. Jathan. What is uh? If we have twenty people who contract COVID nineteen, right? Uh-huh. And uh huh. And five of them die wow. because they're <laughs> because Jesus. they're high risk <laughs> cases. <laughs> and the the living God ones damn, turn dude. into clams. How many clams do you have? Sixty seven. That is not how you math. 15 clams. There you go. I'm going to apologize to the general public for everything he just said because damn, no, it's that okay. was it's, fucking it's morbid. It's theoretical. It's theoretical. It's okay. They're not real it's people. It's okay. Those five people aren't our friends anyway. Specific dying. It's okay. Okay. Jathan, we got to have a little bit of gallows humor. You, when you say someone died, someone actually dies. You know that, right? Every time you say that someone happens, dies, someone dies? Correct. Well, I mean, people are dying every second. This is nothing new. You just killed, like, you killed, like, six people there just now. <laughs> All right, Kill anyway. Others. So, uh, a couple of things. I will just mention briefly that... Mm. You, briefly? <laughs> I had been talking for a long time about getting my blog sort of up and going again. And yep. I have been putting it off. Sorry, also, the heater just turned on, so you're going to have to deal with it. It happens. Fine. The blog is now live at jthan.io, so go check that out. I have already published two posts. One of them is uh, about the website itself 
kind of uh, mm -hmm. something I did for my code blocks and my website, whatever. The other one, though, Linode is giving away free object storage right now mm -hmm. until the end of May, I believe. So I had been talking for a long time about using S3 Fuse and mounting an S3 compatible bucket and sending Borg backups there for a long time. And I wanted to test it, wanted to test it, but I didn't want to subscribe to Linode's object storage and pay for it if I wasn't going to have time to actually sit down and do it. But since they made it free, you... it was pretty compelling. Like, oh, well. Did you Go ever ahead. ask Linode for like a, a trial review subscription period for it? No, I was going to do that when I was ready to really do it. Like, hey, I really mm. want to publish this blog post for you guys, or not for right. you, but, you know, about you. Could you toss me some credit? I didn't do that. You know, mm. at any given time, Linode has so many fucking coupons floating around, but you need a new account True. for most of them. Mm. Yeah, which is really... Come on, Linode. Yeah. Give, give, give people who are using you credits. So, anyway, free object anyway. storage. So I wrote a post about using a nanode, mounting their object storage bucket, and then sending Borg backups to it. I took some metrics in terms of how long it took versus with different levels of compression and shit like that. I think it's well, a pretty thorough post. Of course, link to it in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good, Jaython. But anyway, so good. you should go check that out if you're interested. Keep watching my blog for updates. There's no RSS feed or anything like that, but I will be publishing my RHCSA notes. Post fast enough. And I will also be publishing my router build stuff finally because i have somewhere to post oh, it Oh wow yeah nice wow that's like last year stuff yeah so anyway my actual 15 clams the actual my actual 15 clams, clams. yeah so actual i wanted to say right actual i wanted to actual. talk about something called folding at home yes mm -hmm. yes so if you go to folding at home.org folding at home which F we will at h yeah fah which we'll also have in the show notes at essentially yeah. there is this program that was developed by some computer scientists, I believe, at Stanford. And essentially what it does is you run this program and you set up some parameters in terms of how much CPU it's allowed to use and stuff like that. And basically a bunch of scientists use some of your CPU cycles to fold proteins. I'm not going to go into too many details in terms of why they are doing this, but I will tell you that right now if you log into Folding at Home and you launch the client or whatever and you don't select a specific project to be folding proteins for, the efforts are going towards finding drug targets for SARS-CoV-2, which is what causes COVID-19. Mm -hmm. So that's cool and all, you know, maybe you have a couple of GPUs laying around or anything, that helps too, GPU support is enabled, that's great. But what I got to do today with my, <laughs> my work from home day is I got to write some script to uh, check for spare CPU cycles on our compute cluster and start running folding at home on the nodes to contribute nice. to this effort. That's awesome. Yeah, so um, it was a really cool project because I hadn't done something like this, but I made it pretty extensible in the way that, you know, I like to do, such that in the future, if we wanted to use this for something other than folding at home, we would be able to do that. In particular, cool, also, though, at this exact moment that we're sitting here talking, I'm running folding at home across about 15 GPUs, and let's see... About 2,000 cores, uh, CPUs. Mm -hmm. So you can sign up and you can create a team and stuff like that so you can keep track of your stats. It seems like right now folding at home is super overwhelmed because everybody wanted to contribute. So hmm. yep. like none of the stats yep. are really loading. Half the time when you start the client right now, you get a bunch of errors and you have to sit there and wait for it to kind of fix itself. <laughs> so, you know, I did this as efficiently as I could given those limitations right now. But... It's also got an added bonus in that it's a very good stress test for your system. It can be, yeah. You know, it's not as intensive as like the MEM test or whatever, but you know, you, you load up folding at home and you let your system run for 24 hours and 
it should stay up and stay stable the entire time. Otherwise, you've got problems, and you can get a general idea of what's going on there. Yeah, I would say it'd definitely be a good test of your cooling. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, we'll uh, use roughly fifty percent CPU cycles that are idle. Well, that's by default. Yeah, I have mine set up to just use everything I give it. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. If the stats page ever starts recognizing my team, which I just registered today, I'll send Brent a link so that you can see my progress in my efforts here. Nice. We should do a we should do a sysadmins trivia team. Well, do they wait? Does folding have? Oh wait, you just said they have teams, don't you? <laughs> yeah, they have teams. Yes, it does. Okay. All right. What? Whoops. Man, I haven't done that since ages. It's been at least fifteen years. Uh, also, on that note, using similar technology, rest in peace, Teddy at home. Oh, is that no longer a thing? No longer a thing. Wait, what? Womp womp. Yeah, Steady, Steady at, at home, home is it dead. Was, it was similar to the folding in that it would use your CPU cycles or GPU cycles to... Did you not know about Steady at home? No, what are what, the cores what? actually used for? Protein folding? No, like... Search for extraterrestrial intelligence? Specifically you know, analysis. Yeah, analysis of yeah. Wow. incoming signals. Well, that... Yeah. Seems like it's less cool. (laughs) You're less cool. I like protein. It's fucking SETI, Okay. Your mom likes protein, too. Well, you know, I thought they killed it, but I'm not seeing... I don't know. So you did a no-no? You told us... No, maybe... Well, maybe it's still up. Brent's a fucking liar. No, calm down. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, hey, by the way, shout out to number one fan, A-Mater. Yeah, uh, uh, there you go. You had to get it in. Okay, so as a March... Uh, on March 31st, the volunteer computing part of SETI at Home will stop distributing work and will go mm. into hibernation. Interesting. Yeah, they interesting. cite being diminishing, being at diminishing returns. Which wow. means not enough people are doing it. Well, they specifically say, scientifically, we're at the point of diminishing returns. Basically, we've analyzed all the data we need for now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And two, it's a lot of work for us to manage the distributing processing of data. We need to focus on completing the back-end analysis of the results we already have and writing right. this up in a scientific journal paper. So, right. man, that was... I think it kicked off, like, March 17th, I think, of, like, 1999. So it's been trucking along for, what was that, 20, 21 years? Roughly, yeah, 21 years, almost. Well, I mean, apparently not as cool as uh, Foley Home because it died project died i okay no. it's hibernating it's being hibernated it's hibernating that's right oh, i don't okay. i don't know if they're retiring it, oh but, you know oh <laughs> yeah oh yeah okay. I, I was incorrect in that it's not dead it's it's not rest in peace it's rest and sleep oh. just rest it's just rest it needs, it needs jathan to give it a good old swift kiss <laughs> you gonna kiss it jathan to, to make it wake up what if it turns mm, into a frog? Some, some tongue, you know. What if I turn into a frog because I kissed it? Oh, what if I'm already no, a frog and I don't know? <laughs> <laughs> These are what? the questions that need answers, I guess. Yeah. What? I don't feel comfortable be being alive right now anymore. Yeah. What? All right. Oh this guy grin really quick. All right. You're the one well, who started with people dying. I Yeah, but I wasn't talking you know about what? Like, people actually dying. It was a theoretical over 10 million people have died in the last five minutes that we've been talking about those. No, they haven't. <laughs> Actually, how many people I'm a die a day on Earth? Okay? I'm a statistician, okay? I know oh, this. this is luckily, Jathan, we can look these sort of things up. 73% of all stat- uh, statistics are made up on the spot. Mm-hmm. I thought it was 87. 150,000 people a day. 
Yeah. Damn, See, where are we putting all those people? No, that is not what you said, Peyton. That is, that is a, fra- a very small fraction of what you said. Every second, 1.8 humans die. people die a day, okay? Holy shit, and 4.2 humans are born. But yeah, that's that's what I said. Every second, someone dies, so. Did you like guys every see, talking about people dying and birthing, England just a few years ago reached numbers that are equal to pre-World War II numbers. Hmm. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. Good for you, England. Way to go, England. Way to go. Okay. Okay. Right. I don't think I have anything else to add. I got nothing else. Jathan? No. Jathan's got nothing. I got else nothing. Either. Cool. You want to close this out? Sure. Okay. Close us out. This has been Sism Mr. India. I'm Brent. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Peyton. Wash your goddamn hands. <laughs> yeah, wash your hands. Wash your fucking hands. Cigarette. <laughs>